many years, I often wondered, why is it so important to read the Bible? I struggled with the head-to-heart connection. Over time, however, God's Word became more than just words, but life. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that God's Word is alive and active. I've often related reading the Bible to eating food. P.S. I love food. But stay with me here. Our physical bodies need food to sustain life, correct? Well, our spiritual bodies need the Word of God to sustain us. Jesus was often referred to as the bread of life in living water. What better place to get your fill than God's Word? I hope you'll join me on this new adventure of Food for Thought. Hey guys, today our Food for Thought will be read from Micah 6, 8. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So what does the Lord require of us? There's three things in this passage that we're going to break down. Number one, to act justly. To be just is a call to action. Not to be silent or complacent when others, especially the most vulnerable, are abused, mistreated, in need, scorned, or exploited. God is the only judge, and we are called to act in accordance to His will, not our own. The next thing He requires of us is to love mercy. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. My kids are constantly saying, that's not fair. And the nature of the beast is, that's right, because life's not fair. But God is merciful. Luke 6.36 tells us, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Let's look at this, okay? If life was fair, as my children demand it to be when it's not going their way, and if I'm being honest, I found myself in the same mindset. If that is how it is, then this is how life would go. Okay, sin equals death. Yikes. Should we really be demanding that outcome for our lives? Death? I sure hope not. But through God's mercy, remember, not getting what we do deserve, which is the death, we get to see Christ's sacrifice, which leads to our salvation. Where we deserve death because we all have sinned and continue to do so, but God in His perfect love for us and the mercy that never ends has changed the outcome from death to life. So if Christ has done this for us, displayed His mercy when we deserve death, can we do that for others? And that leads me to my final thing that God requires of us to walk humbly. Humility is one of the most consistently challenging steps that we take as Christ followers, mostly because if we are humble and then someone calls out greatness, that sinful nature in us wants us to puff out our chest and think about what an awesome job we did, not God. But James 4, 6 through 10 reminds us, but he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. So if we can take each step in our walk with the Lord in a humble manner, if we can love the mercy that was gifted to us, and then act justly in the situations and opportunities that the Lord provides, then we will be obeying what God requires of us. Thanks for joining me on another Food for Thought.
If you've been encouraged or would like to hear more, hop on over to my website, comealivewithcandice.com, or find my podcast streaming on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Thanks again for joining me.